Hey, what's up? It's Crowley from X1039. It's our podcast, What's New Now? A weekly podcast where we tell you what's new now. It's right in the name. We do a lot of artist interviews. Tends to be more music related, but hey, we're not going to turn down a chance to interview Tig Notaro. Incredible comedian. Uh, somebody that we've seen really blossom over the last 20, 25 years, done so many amazing things. She's going to be at the Pikes Peak Center coming up September 25th, and I got to interview her. Believe me, everybody at the station was wicked jealous that I was the one that got to do it. So hopefully I didn't screw it up too much. Uh, Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Like it if you see it on social media. If you want to give us a share, that'll do us a favor too. Whatever you feel like doing. But otherwise, I'll shut up. Let's get to TIG. Previously recorded live on our station. This is so wild here. Uh, have the one and only TIG Notaro on the line. Uh, TIG, can you hear me here? I can hear you, and I'm impressed that you pronounce my last name Notaro, which is correct. Most people say Nataro. Nataro? Well, yeah. do they ever go for Tig Notorious or anything like that? Yep, I hear that. I am the Notorious TIG. Ah, <laughs> oh, how did I how did I never think of that? That's amazing right there. Uh <laughs> Tig Notaro, one of the greatest comedians of all time. I'm just gonna say it right here. Uh coming out to the Pikes You're Peak fine. uh Pikes Peak Center at the end of the month. Is that uh September twenty fifth, right? I believe. I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I bet that you're right. Uh that's we'll we'll go with that and I will awkwardly uh scan through my emails here to make sure that I have it right <laughs> otherwise while we talk here. So uh let me jump in with this real fast. I know with the strike going on and everything, you can't uh talk about Movies, TV shows, and that. So I'll just say Sarah Silverman show, Community, Star Trek, Beavis and Butthead. You were in one of the Of the Dead movies. Uh, and not to mention In a World. Like, you're just consistently in all of my favorite things. And I just really appreciate uh, how awesome you are. And Oh, thanks. Like, I would have ended up being a fan one way or the other because you just keep showing up in the stuff that I like. So, um <laughs> That's awesome. One thing I do kind of find, I'll see if I can ask this in a way that won't mess with strike stuff, but I feel like you are in a lot of nerd adjacent properties, even though I wouldn't peg you for a nerd. I know you've talked about how like, you know, you, you tried to be cool as a kid and it didn't work out, but I, I think you're cool as hell. Do you, do you feel like you've got a little nerd in you or do you just have an appreciation for you know, nerdy stuff. Uh, I have an appreciation for nerdy stuff. I can't claim that I'm a nerd. Um, <laughs> I was, I would say I was pretty awkward until sixth grade. I had a greasy bowl haircut and, and um, I don't know, just uh, nobody could really figure out my gender and that's not really changed too much now. But um, I, uh, I, I really I was into Star Wars and Star Trek and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. as, as a little kid. So I guess that makes me a little nerdy, but um, I don't know. I was a little more rock and roll than nerdy. I, I get it. Even though I don't, I don't know that I've seen this, I just naturally picture you wearing a leather jacket, whatever you're doing. <laughs> you're just always wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. Go to bed in yeah, a leather was, jacket. Yeah, that was kind of a little more my speed. Um, you know, I, Sarah Silverman always calls me the Fonz. So, 
that that adds up. When are you going to uh, when I I mean, you rode a motorcycle. I, I really love the story of you riding a, a motorcycle as a little kid over at your friend's house and yeah. crashing into the fence and just oh, oh. so yeah. Yeah, you had you've had cool points since you since you started, I think. Well, it was it was cool until I crashed because you know it was it was a mini bike and it wasn't really as complicated <laughs> as as an actual motorcycle and so when she when I was in 4th or 5th grade it was like, "Do you ride motorcycles?" There was no world that I could say no uh because I had to maintain my cool and so I get on the mini bike and then just gun it and then just slammed into it you know, a fence. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of cool in the beginning. And then that's where I get revealed as a nerd in the end. I mean, I don't know. I think you're at least cool enough to have gotten the crash out of the way early and not trying to jump over a shark or something with it. If you're going <laughs> to fill out right. the whole all Fonzie. I saw something that I, I haven't heard you talk about unless I just haven't been to the right places. You were, uh, like you're kind of coming back to your, at least close to your old stomping grounds, you used to be a music promoter in Denver, right? Yeah. Yeah. I lived in Denver, um, in my early to mid twenties. And, uh, actually I moved out there when I was 19 and, uh, yeah, I, I just, I love music so, so much and play a little bit of guitar and drums and, but I was too shy to actually play music on stage myself, so I wanted to be around it. And I've worked for record labels, and and then I just started uh, working with bands. Uh, some friends of mine had bands in Denver, and so I just started booking them and managing them. And I thought that was my calling, but I had always secretly wanted to do stand-up, so... Um, I got out of that when I was out of music when I was, I think I was 26 when I started stand up. Man. So just yeah. 26 and you like, well, I've already had a whole music promotion career. I'm just going to do, yeah. I've already had a whole lifetime there. Let's do something else. Yeah. No, I'm just going to tell everyone all my embarrassing stories from <laughs> my life. Yeah, I, used, I lived in Colorado for a chunk of time. There's the old thing about all comedians want to be rock stars and all rock stars want to be comedians, right? And you've kind of yeah, got yeah, you've kind of gotten to be both or at least close to it, right? So yeah, I mean, I I played music, I was around music, but I was pretty far from a rock star. Well, but I I would have loved to have been. I think you've got rock star energy at least, not to not to give I'll the the drink a plug or anything like that. So. Uh, <laughs> I got to ask you about a couple things about music. I do want to get back to comedy, but since you play guitar, what's your favorite chord to play on guitar? Do you have one? Um, maybe just G. Classic. It's the easy one. Well, it's- I also like I also like A, where you can just you know use the one finger and cover the three string. Mm-hmm. And it becomes A yeah. minor really easily, or like an A nine or whatever. So you just pop up your yeah. Ah. So I've heard you talk about the Stones, the Beatles, Van Halen, Dolly yeah. Parton. Um, yeah. What other, what other music are you into? I Maybe mean, lately. Pretenders. Uh, well, I would say all time favorites are Pretenders, Indigo Girls. Um, I love Ray Charles and Gladys Knight, uh, yes. Willie Nelson. But what uh, Lucinda Williams? What am I oh. into right now? Um, 
Right now I'm into the soundtrack to my kids' favorite show, which is Loud House. I don't know if you've ever heard of that show. No. Is it? Oh, my God. Are That's you, all we listen to. Are you? I was going to say, are you into it because you're forced to be into it right now? <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that plays is Loud House. It's, it, it's yeah, it's our whole life right oh, now. Is it better than Baby Shark? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think probably anything is. Oh, uh, that's yeah, that's a a pretty low bar to set there. I think so. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like Bert Kreischer owes you any money for stealing your whole shirtless stand-up <laughs> bit? It's so funny. I heard that, and I I I haven't seen his specials, but um, but yeah, why not kick down <laughs> some cash? Um, he and I started out uh, in the early days around the same time, and we my first TV appearance, it was me and Bert on uh, Comedy Central's Premium Blend show. Yeah. And we both had our, shirt, we both had our shirts on, so. <laughs> well, hey, there you go. You started off in the same place, and you're ending up in the same place, at least yeah. shirtless. We so. could do a tour together. Right. <laughs> Topless tour right there, ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Well, I'll warn you, I don't know if you want to try to pull that off. By the end of September, it might be a little bit cold up here in the mountains, but you probably know that at least at this point. So Yeah. I'd yeah. at least, yeah, get a, I, you know, a nice sweater or something, ideally. Okay. So um, I was watching, I don't know, I was going through watching your old stand-up and trying to, like, you know, get a kind of through line and everything. Obviously, like, um, you were diagnosed with cancer. You had... And amongst a thousand other, what was this, 2012 that all that happened? Yeah, 2012. Yeah, uh, putting uh, putting out just an, a really incredible, I was utterly shocked by just how amazing tragedy plus com, uh, time equals comedy. And you're like, well, why wait the time? We're just going to do this right now. Um, yeah, it was right in the middle of it all. Do you feel like that that changed your process in how you write and everything? Um. I think I just had mainly a breakthrough moment of allowing myself to really share more personal things. Mm -hmm. But I've always been somebody that didn't write my material out um, on a, you know, I always say that when I die, you're not going to find like my joke book of, <laughs> you know, things that I wrote or was working on because everything I do, I work out on stage and so that wasn't terribly different um, for me to just go up on stage and share all that stuff. It just happens to have been different in the way that it was the first time I said all that stuff and it was recorded. And then I ultimately released it as an album. And it actually ended up becoming the number one selling comedy album in the world um, that year. Uh, it went so viral. And, um, but my process, I, I would say the only thing that changed was really allowing myself to, moving forward to share whatever I wanted to share. Yeah. You're just like, screw it. Life is short, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. That time period really taught me that. I Clearly. Yeah. Cause what I have just to give everybody the backup on it, like what your mother died, you got broken up with. Uh, yeah, I had a, I had pneumonia. I had an intestinal disease called C. Diff. C diff. I oh. had invasive cancer, and all of that happened in a four-month period of time. 
And uh, when I got the final um, blow, which was cancer, that's when I went on stage and just did my whole show about that. And that's what came out, uh, that album. It's called Live, but um, I called it Live because I also love the idea that people would call it live because a lot of live albums are called live, you know, mm-hmm. and I wanted to just awkwardly have to correct everybody and say, no, it's live. I was going to say, and it makes it hard to Google too. It's like being <laughs> like that band, the, the, or whatever. So things seem to be going well for you. Do you feel like you just kind of got all the crap out of the way in like one year and you're like, all right, four months, let's do it all right now. Get it done. Well, and Easy coasting. That's what I that's what I thought. I, that's, I I really thought like that's how life works. Is wow, I got all the tough stuff out of the way, and now I'm gonna, just going to coast for the next few decades. But uh, life <laughs> it's just not like that. I mean, luckily I haven't had anything as severe as what I went through in 2012. But life just keeps going, and terrible things keep happening and incredibly beautiful, amazing things keep happening. And, uh, I just, I, I have to, you know, you just learn to just trust life and the direction that goes and, and, uh, and somehow make peace with, uh, all right, this is, this is life. It's all you can really do is just roll with it, right? Or die, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the other. Die. <laughs> so, One way or the other. So it's going to get you. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you what, because uh, I know I'm pushing on my time here. So let's do a run through. Uh, you've got a new podcast out now, right? Yes. I have a new podcast. It's called Handsome, and it's with fellow stand up comedians, Fortune Themester and Mae Martin. And uh, it's it's really just nonstop nonsense, and um, it's so much fun to do, and it's it shot to the top of the podcast charts, so that's been really fun. That the reception's been so great, and people can check that out, of course, wherever they get their podcasts. And um, and then I have my other podcast called Don't Ask Tig, and that's coming to an end. Um, I believe this month. So uh, focus more on handsome. Yeah, there you go. Forget about the other stuff. Handsome is what's important. Handsome. Um, Subscribe and follow handsome. (laughs) Don't forget to smash that bell. So, and I don't know if you can talk about it. You're on the morning show for season three, right? I can't talk about that. But I, I, I've heard, I've heard that I'm a cast member on the new season, but, I, w- I can't talk about it. Man, dang. Well, then I guess people are just going to have to go watch it if they can't find out about it on, yeah, right here on this interview. Yeah, so that. that's It's absolutely necessary to go watch it. So, um, And then Pike's Peak Center coming up here, because uh, I didn't Google the date yet. Uh, it is going to be uh, September 25th. Yes, got it. Monday night. Uh, what are you kind of talking about lately in your, what can people look forward to on your set? Uh, I would say a lot of the same, which is um, personal stories, my kids, my marriage, my health, um, and uh, yeah, all updates in that, in those directions. And then also always just silly stuff. 
always silly, no matter what the topic. We'll cross our fingers if you have another health scare. It's a minor one, and but still generates as good of material and everything. So yeah, I don't want to wish you bad health, but you clearly do good things with it. So um, <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, <laughs> as far as I know, I'm I'm doing pretty well. Good. You you got to stick around here for a while. So I you've still yeah. got you got a lot of stand. I'm sure. Uh, contracted out for a lot of stand-up specials, so don't leave, don't leave the the studios high and dry here. You got to make them some profit. So uh. yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Pikes Peak Center coming up September 25th. Uh, you can get your tickets at pikespeakcenter.com. Going to be an amazing show. Uh, Tig, I'm uh, such a pig fan of yours. You're you're so amazing, and I know everybody here on staff is is absolutely wild. We have a small crowd here hanging out around the studio just here to to hear you talk so uh you are you're amazing and uh just appreciate what you've done just bringing light into everybody's life making you know making horrible things uh into something tolerable by talking about them and just yeah being awesome so thank you so much i appreciate that and i appreciate you having me on and i'm very much looking forward to coming back to colorado uh, it is by far my favorite state in this country, and that is not because I'm about to come to your state. <laughs> I absolutely love Colorado. So. The, it is. Uh, I moved here from stupid Kansas, so I feel that. And I mean, you what? Uh, uh, basically moved here from Mississippi and and uh, Texas, well, from right? Texas. Yeah. As yeah. Soon as I was able to leave the house at 19, I drove straight to Colorado. <sighs> That's where my mother went to college. Went to college in Gunnison. My brother went to college in Fort Collins. We all took off, went to Colorado. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, you and everybody yeah. else from Texas too. So um. I know. My apologies. <laughs> no. Uh, if we had to pick one Texas person, you would be the you would be the one with the pass. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tig, you're amazing. I'll let you get on with your day here. Uh, September 25th, I'm going to be there. I can't wait for it. You're awesome, and thank you so much for for coming on the morning show here. Thank you. 